0: Welcome to the Grumpy Metalheads Podcast with the Heavy Metal Strength Coach and Shrub666.
1: going to be
0: fun. This is always fun. Hello guys and welcome to another edition of the Grumpy Metal Heads podcast. I am the Heavy Metal Strength Coach and I'm joined as ever by Shrubs666. How are you doing my friend? Uh, Much better thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Well we've got 40 minutes to get through all this so uh, we'll have to go through uh, our news separately uh, some other time. So this will be our last last episode of 2020 so we thought that we would round up the year by giving a top 10 each of our wonderful albums and give them a nice rating, which was a tough job. How did you find the uh, job, Thrubs? Did you find it nice and easy, getting your top no, 10?
1: No, no, no. I'd, I'd managed to, about two weeks ago, filter it down to sort of like 15, then now down then down to 10. That was really, really tough. But then from seven to one, I found was horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, any one of them could have been number one for me from seven to one. Literally, there's a hair's breadth of difference between each of them for different reasons. But
0: yeah, yeah, I found the the, I found the bottom end of the top ten to be the hardest because I had a really good idea of my top five anyway, um, just because of the amount that they were listened to. But I had to listen to so many albums to. I mean, listen to me complain. Tough, tough life having to listen to all these albums. And then we managed to get there in the end. So let's go with you first, Rub What is your number 10 on the list?
1: Right. Mine is Vreda Hammer and Vipress that come out in March. Okay. Now, this album, I, it, it's a great sort of like uh, black and thrash death metal album filled with really, really great riffs, fast and slow. And I loved training to this album. Whenever it came on, Yeah. it 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 had a great pattern, great feel, uh, and gave you that impetus to keep pushing on through every set. And I loved it, absolutely loved it. But for me, this is the reason why this one's number 10 is it didn't quite ever fit for sitting at home and listening to. You know, It was brilliant for the gym and training, uh, and, but, and that's why it's made my top 10, because it, it's still a fucking great album, though, without a shadow of a doubt. Absolutely. Without a shadow of a doubt. Well,
0: there. Uh... Uh, spoiler alert, will feature in my list later. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I thought it might. <laughs> uh, number 10 for me was God Dethroned and Illuminati. To start with, um, I thought the artwork was amazing on the album. And then just looking at that, it, re- it really caught my eye. And then getting into the album itself, some melodic death metal that was a departure from their previous three albums about World War One. And again, this was one that I've listened to over and over and over again, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times. And I've liked this album more and more and more every time um,
1: I've gone through it. So, yeah, that was my number yeah. ten. Always a good sign of a good album if, if it makes you want to keep going back and listening to it without a I shadow f- of doubt. Okay, my friend. What have you got for number nine? Right, I'm going for Aranzi Hazuzu and Mesterin Kinsey that came out in April. This is completely left field, proggy black metal. It's bonkers, it's spooky, it's weird. It's one of those albums I can put on at home, turn the lights out and allow (laughs) some of those sort of like dark journeys that people like to go on. They like to scare themselves. Think of it more like a, a Lovecraftian journey. That's that's kind of how I feel this this album would be perfect for, you know, if you were if you were delving into any sort of like Love Lovecraft story. This would be the best accompaniment for it because they just they just trigger all the right things. There's bits of Pink Floyd in there, but then you get the real harshness of the black metal in there as well. Uh, it, it, it's just a fucking great album and it and it came out really relatively early this year in april so they also did one of the first sort of like live streams that i saw for lockdown and that was fantastic because they literally played this album from start to finish as their live stream and and it was magnificent and they had sort of like those sort of like dark greens swirling lights going on as well so it kind of again fitted into that sort of like Tulu Lovecraftian feel as well so yeah it, it absolutely fantastic album yeah so yeah. again this is why it's in my top 10 it, literally everyone in my top 10 could have made a number one album <laughs> yeah <laughs> for, for <laughs> someone else for definite just some of the albums I've got coming up next they they just fit a little bit more for me so yeah but yeah this is a this is a cracking album
0: um, my number nine is Wolf and Wolves of Corellia, which was, it's a very similar album to the God Dethroned one. And I was, um, I tried to kind of put these two against each other and decide on one of them to be in the top 10. And then I listened to them both another four times and decided that I couldn't decide um, between the two of them. Uh, and it, the reason that I chose this one at number nine was because I was able to listen to it both at the gym and at home. Um, whereas the God Dethroned one, um, I found um, it to be more of a at-home one. Um, whereas the Worlds of Corellia, I was able to slam it on for some training and smash out some heavy squats, or oh, what heavy squats for me. And this, this is a band that I think they're building real momentum and I think they're going to be massive um, in this whole melodic death metal scene. So I look forward to seeing what they're going to come out with in future.
1: Nice. All Thank right, you. my
0: friend, what have you got for number eight?
1: All right, I've got Violet Cold's Noir Kid that came out in March. This is one man band from Azerbaijan and he literally has so many styles of music all rolled into this, but it doesn't sound like a clash. It sounds like, it's very, very purposeful uh, and it doesn't sound chaotic. It sounds amazing. And yeah, it's one of those albums that when it comes on, I want to sit down, relax, and enjoy it. It's also one of those sort of like albums where if I had a back patio or outside decking in my back garden in the summer, I could sit out with with a nice cup of coffee, reading a book, and having this on with the sun blaring down because it's kind of got a summer tunes feel about it but still has elements of black metal in it. It has shoegaze in it. I think this is the quintessential void gaze that Spotify says we can listen to. I think think this is kind of one of those bands. I think I finally found who it is. And so this is probably why void gaze come up quite highly in my Spotify genre listing. But yeah, this album, I can keep going back to it and I can keep enjoying it. And and it kind of, even, even in Blink, Bleak winter days, like the last few days for me. Putting it on, it kind of just gives a summery feel. And and I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this album. And also, they've had a lot of problems in Azerbaijan this year because they've had a war and everything else. So it got a bit bit hairy for, for the bloke that does it um, because he didn't know what was happening, uh, happening and might have been called up to go and fight and all sorts of weird shit. Oh, my so, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thankfully, that's come to... A sort of conclusion, I think the fighting has stopped at least. So let, let's hope there's some more stuff in the pipeline from him because I, I think he, he he's on the cusp of being a musical genius because he manages to meld so many styles together without it sounding like a clash yeah. and a fight. So, yeah, I mean, even you can even get some sort of like little drum and bass stuff going in it and start. He, he's really, really clever and very, very good and makes it all work without it sounding mental. Um, was it, I, I'm struggling to remember this album. Was
0: it quite similar to the Appalachian winter stuff as well? or No. Or, OK, OK.
1: No, there's a lot more sort of like poppy feel to it.
0: Also um, a little bit, a little bit lighter, a little bit easier up yeah. the ear then okay but you
1: you still you still get like brutal harsh black metal vocals going on so it, it's not it's not a pop album yeah but you could probably play it to someone who doesn't listen to any sort of black metal and they would actually like some of this they don't even so it'd be to like a, a
0: gateway drug into you, uh, almost
1: yeah 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 you <laughs> could almost get them in, in into it i mean not completely you have to have a bit more, a bit more of a tuned ear, as such, to enjoy it. But yeah, yeah that's. um But yeah, it, it's it's it, it's so good. I I really thoroughly enjoyed it, and that's why
0: it gets to number eight on your list. So it is. Uh, my number eight is "Tombs Under Sullen oh. Skies." I I love this <laughs> album so much. Like the song bone furnace is absolutely yeah. amazing baron is incredible the vocals on this great again I, I really enjoyed the artwork as well i don't normally see artwork on the, on this stuff but i, I really enjoyed that what the physical products looked like as well <clears throat> there were stuff that sounded like motorhead in this there was some amazing riffs um and i was listening to this one at home and at the gym as well and yeah um, i absolutely love this album you you like this album as well didn't you? yeah
1: yeah yeah i really enjoyed it it would it would happily be in my top 20 just because i feel my top 10 is so so strong that they would have they would have struggled to get into that in fact my top 15 they would have struggled they they would have been on the cusp of my top 15 but definitely in my top 20 for the year without a shadow of a doubt um yeah i i really really enjoyed it because there was a great variety of styles in there without Losing their style. Yeah. So,
0: something that I really liked about it was I didn't need to be in a particular mood to listen to it. I could have been a bit down, smashed it, and loved it. I could have been happy, put it on there, and I'd, I'd be feeling great. Uh, I found it a very versatile album. Um, So, yeah. there's just so many different styles without it losing focus. And yeah, really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree with you that I, I thought it was a, a really, really good, good album from them. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Okay then, my friend, what have you got for number seven? Uh, This is probably this is definitely going to be in your top ten list somewhere. The Infernal Sea (laughs) and Negotium Crucius. They come out in September and my vinyl is finally on its way. (laughs) Yes, this album came come out in September, but there's been a massive delay on getting the vinyl produced. Um, (coughs) for obvious reasons because of COVID across the world and there's there's only a limited number of factories actually producing vinyl now so yeah, my vinyl is finally on its way this album, again, this is UK Blackmail at its best there's elements of slow riffs, fast riffs, blast beats everywhere it's it's just a great album and this is why (laughs) when we had our discussion briefly before this that literally from number seven to number one any one of them could have been my number one because they're all so, so close. Yeah. This album is great. His vocals were fantastic on this album. I, I, I thought he absolutely nailed it this time. And, and yeah, I just, this this was an album I, I keep going back to, you know, every now and again and just putting it on. And this is how I've chosen my top 10 is albums where I can leave them for two or three weeks, then go back to it and go, yeah, oh, this is so good. And then here's something new from it. And that's what I kept finding. And that's what I keep finding from all of these albums that I've got in my top 10. But this one, um, yeah, really, really... And it had a groove to this as well. You know, there's some real groovy (laughs) riffs in yeah, <laughs> you know which you don't usually get to hear too much in black metal as such especially the more truer black metal sounds um you don't tend to get too much of that groove. it's more about those nasty tear your face off riffs all the time you know the one that want to carve crosses in, into your skin and stuff like that um this 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 put some groove in there you know and it was like this is really <laughs> good. so yeah you did you did want to keep going back and listening to this uh, and keep enjoying it and you hear something different every time i love the choral chants on the 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 first one that kind of remind me a little bit of some of the choral stuff that uh, winter Philth do but they make it work and it only happens sort of like in the last last third of that song so yeah it, yeah just a, a, an absolutely stonking album so and i know you loved it so <laughs>
0: i uh, yeah um, I, think, I think I'll leave my opinion at what you said because I, I echo every single sentiment in that. And you are completely right. It does feature later on in my list. <laughs> so my number seven is one that I don't, I don't even think you've um, listened to. It's uh, by a German band called Knapblut, and the album is called Vanitas. And <clears throat> the reason that I love this is that I'm reminded of like Marilyn Manson, it is best, there's elements of Cradle of Filth in there when they were good, and it's just a really, really fun album. It's really catchy, it's got um, guest vocals on there from Chris Harms, who's in um, another really good band called Lord of the Lost. And funnily enough, it's got a song name that's the same as my cat, which uh, <laughs> which made it um, especially nice for me. And I discovered this one on um, Discover Weekly, and, and all the lyrics are in German, It's just super, super catchy, and lots of different styles on there. And I've been listening to it solidly for about nine months now, and there isn't many days that go by without putting on at least four songs from this album. But it's not something where for like for serious musicianship or anything like that. It's just a really good, fun album to put on. There's heavy bits, there's lighter bits in there, and there's changes of pace. But it seems to be well received by both um, listeners and reviewers as well. So yeah, nice. uh, Likes the sound of that check it out shrub 666 what is your number six
1: oh, number six i was really really starting to struggle now to sort my orders out but Panzerfaust faust and the sons of perdition chapter two run render unto eden uh oh, bands with long <laughs> took me forever to bloody fight it let <laughs> alone say it um this come out in august Again, I mean, I've been a fan of Panzerfaust now for this. This is the second album that I I, I got into big time with them. I love the first one. It's all about war and you kind of feel like when, when you've listened to this, you feel like you've been in the trenches during the song because you feel dirty and tired and, and worn out and you, you're shell-shocked by it all. This... All, I'm meaning this all in a, in a nice way for this because it, it's astonishing. He the vocalist does sort of like two styles of vocals and and the way he does it it just works so well. So he has this sort of like raspy howl and then he gets into a death metal growl in there, and um, and he uses them as a contrast, almost like two characters talking to each other or contradicting each other. This album it, it's filled with riffs. I, it, it it's just unrelenting. Um, yeah. But there's some subtleties in it as well. And and that's what kept me going back to it is because they, they do manage to put some really, really nice subtle bits in there and, and hide them, not necessarily hide them, but they allow them to come out the more you allow yourself to sink into it. Uh, yeah.
0: and I think I think the reason it didn't make it into my top ten is is unfair on the band because it is, I'm trying to phrase this correctly, a hard album to listen to because it's brutal, brutal subject material in there and they've done a wonderful job of portraying those horrific scenes. And it's 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 not a fun album to listen to. It's a heavy, heavy, heavy album. And it and, and music like that needs to be expressed and I, and I think they've done a, a wonderful job and it's massively unfair that I haven't included them in the top 10 because it's wonderful, wonderful musicianship. And I will yeah. be going back to this over many years and getting new things from it. So I just don't think I've had the time to go over this and listen to it and pick up those subtleties because you can tell it, it is wonderful, but I just haven't had that time to really place it and give it the the time it deserves
1: yeah I, I mean i'm really looking to the looking forward to the third chapter of this because it is there it is a three-part album that sort of like that they're doing for this so the first one was astonishing it, that blew me away but this one just took that the next step up and, and and i can't wait to hear how brutal they can make the next one
0: yeah absolutely and I, I can't yeah. wait to give this album Um, a lot more time I've listened to it like three or four times as well Um, but I can't wait for that to be in like double figures and for the next chapter to come out my number six which is definitely on your list is an Mm -hmm. enslaved Utgard and Utgard exactly (laughs) uh, I think I'll save what we're going to say about this album until it comes up on your list my friend so what is your definitely
1: appears in my list (laughs)
0: What is your number five,
1: my friend? My number five, I'm not sure whether this one's going to make it. I know you enjoyed this, um, but I'm not sure it's going to make your top ten. And it's Svalbard, When I Die, Will I Get Better, which is kind of suitable for how I've been feeling this week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, what an album this was. This, This album, at one point in one song, literally made me stop in the gym yeah and 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 literally stopped me luckily i'd just finished the set but i had to actually sit down and listen to the rest of the song lyrically this album it's brutal and socially aware it's written by i can't remember the name her name but the female one they've got two vocalists the male and the female and and it's written by her from her point of view and, and it's very much that whole, whole perspective of how women are objectified and, and everything else which, which does need to end in society because it's disgusting and yes, it needs to be made more aware and she's done it in such a wonderful way lyrically and like i say it made me stop in the gym and that that feeling has never changed from this album this album literally blew me away because of its lyric lyrical content musically it's it's astonishing as well don't get me wrong it's that that perfect sort of like screamy post hardcore post punk type style and and i properly properly enjoy that stuff but when it was mixed with these lyrics that literally Punched me in the gut to listen. Uh, it, there was no way it couldn't not be in my top ten, just purely because that it, it, they just they just astounded me. Yeah, I think looking at my list, I've got some kind of
0: happiness bias going on because <laughs> this was another one that that punched me in the stomach, and I, it's like if you watch like old videos of nine uh, eleven or something else that's utterly brutal, and you you just sit there just in stunned. Silence, And I think associating that feeling meant that it went lower down in my list, but thinking about it in hindsight, that's the kind of impact that you need from a great album. So again, it's massively unfair that Svalbard aren't in my top 10, and it's definitely not an indication of the musicianship um, or the content. It was just that (laughs) that enjoyment factor wasn't there because it's so brutal. It makes you think, it makes you work. And it's it pure makes- raw emotion. It's, yeah, it, exactly.
1: It tore it right open and just said, "Look, this this is this is how we see the world. This is how this is how you're treating us." Without, and in some cases, a lot of people don't even realise they're behaving this way. And until it's ripped open like like they did on this album, you know, they might not see it. And and I'm completely grateful for this album. I, it blew me away. And like I say, it made me take a seat in the gym. set to stop and listen to the song i was so yeah there's not many songs that would make me do something like that i can assure you so uh was that
0: your number five yeah that was my number five yeah um okay so my number five was winter Philip and the reckoning dawn so when i was putting this list together i listened to valga fluster i listened to um, Panzerfaust, that's it, that's just featured uh, in your list, and then this album as well. And just going through it, like, the song The Wayfarer Part 4 just oh, absolutely blew me away. This one has been on so many different playlists for me over this year, and I just found it a slightly easier experience than um, those other two albums that I was just mentioning. And I, I think I'm going to be listening to this album for a long, 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 long time. What did you think of it, Shrubs?
1: I wasn't uh, as blown away with it as you were. I, I enjoyed it. And as you know, I'm, I'm a Winterfellers fan and have been for for many years now. I don't know, I, I just preferred some of their early, earlier stuff than some of their more recent stuff. So like um, you were it- saying with the
0: Infernal Sea, and going back to it and finding something new. I've I found that every time I went back to this album that there was something new in there that I was like, oh, like that's that's absolutely brilliant. And yeah. if every single time I've listened to it, I've got something new from it and just found myself just closing my eyes and just really absorbing the atmosphere from the album and that album. And I think what helped me was I got into Winterfilleth when this album came out. It was the first album that I heard. Um, by these yeah, yeah. guys and was just absolutely blown away and i made sure that i compared it to very similar albums and i came out of it thinking and absolutely knowing that i enjoyed it the most so that's
1: yeah, why it's yeah,
0: yeah. got pride of place at number five on my list
1: yeah no i mean it for me it just didn't click so much so I, it didn't make me want to go back uh, and keep doing repeated listens uh, you know i'll always give a, an album a good two or three listens anyway just in case there is something that just suddenly clicks and makes you want to go back again and again now let's not say I won't go back to it I might go back to it next week and um thoroughly enjoy it would it still make my top 10 I don't know the top 10 that I've chosen are so for me are so strong and had such such a hook on me right from the beginning so but I found with,
0: with my top 20 I think the bottom 10 of those would have made a wonderful list uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like ends. I mean, I, I won't get into everything.
1: Yeah,
0: that's on there. And anyway, my friend,
1: what is your number four? Okay, I am going for the ocean, and it's Phanerozoic, Mesozoic, Cenozoic. Oh, in, people doing these strange. Words.
0: That'll be in the show notes. So tell me about the ocean's latest album, my friend. <laughs>
1: Well, this, this is post-metal, so think of sort of like Cult of Luna, Amen Ra. Not quite so dark and, and harsh as Amen Ra, but it's kind of that ilk of style, but more proggy and more expansive uh, in their sound. This, this is definitely an album where you want to try and, the first few listens, you want to try and find nice, quiet place to sit back at and allow this album to wash over you. Then from then on, you can keep going back for repeated listens. And again, this is another one where on repeated listens, you keep hearing something else you didn't hear the time before. Constantly, they they've got the opening of one of the songs, the Jurassic Cretaceous song. They've got like, like trumpets and horns going as part of the intro. And then then it kicks into the riffs and and then it builds. And I mean, it's a 13 minute long song. it's just you just get taken on this massive massive journey with it every time and now, obviously they're using sort of like the eras of the earth so they've been doing that since since their inception basically but I think what they do is they also try and use that period to generate the songs but they also have a current view of what's going on in the world now to to put in their lyrical content as such so you've got that kind of mixture of like looking at the past and seeing, seeing what's going on now and, and equating sort of like the upheavals of what was going on in the Jurassic period and the crustaceous period to some of the upheavals that are going on now as such. And, and they do it really, really well. Uh, and it is like a massive collective. So there's always there's always musicians adding to it and coming out of it. So yeah, it, it, it's a fantastic album. I, I I really like The Ocean. I've liked them for a long time. I like the concept that they they do, and long may they continue. Yeah, and I can keep going back to this album all the time.
0: Always a great sign. Yeah. So my number four is The Infernal Sea, (laughs) Negotium Crucius. And this album is absolutely crushing. Just like you were saying before, so many great songs on this one. Devoid of Fear is wonderful. The title track is great. And th- this album is just criminally under-listened to. If you're into your black metal, just listen to this album. It is beyond belief. And it's, they're, they're a, a British band that we've seen live, and they are wonderful live as well. Um, But I think Trubs, you managed to sum up this album really, really well earlier. Every time you go back to it, you're going to get something new. Some of the riffs in there are are completely amazing. Um, I could listen to this album every single day, whether at home, whether at the gym, whether I'm driving. I'm just going to get something new from this album. and I just can't wait to hear more from this band. And um, I know they're really cool guys as well. Um, They're a lot of nerds that have managed to uh, put together something that's absolutely wonderful. So, Shrub, do yeah. you get anything else to add about this album?
1: No, I, I, I don't think I can add any more than what I, I said earlier and, and what you've just said now. It, it, it's a superb album. Like I say, it, it, I put it at number seven, but it could quite easily have been number one as well. It, 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 it's that good, so, yeah.
0: All right, we're getting into um, super crunch time now, my friend. Yeah, what yeah.
1: is your number three? Number three for me is Yuada and Jin. Right. This, this, this is modern US black metal at its best. This is magnificent, this album. Again, as with all these albums, for me, it's on repeated listening, hearing other little nuances that, that creep out and, and keep you hooked and the melodies and the vocal patterns on this album were just astonishing. And I got excited when the first song got released because the, the first two albums were really, really good. But when when this full album came out, I, I was blown away by it. It, it. it was the first album of the year, other than Aranzi Pazuzu, that really, really made me just go, oops, hello, what's going on here? This is a little bit good. So, um, yeah, but then I think in September we had an absolute glut of bands that released astonishing albums. And I think it's about five or six of, of my top ten are all released in September and beginning of October. So, this was one of the first ones that literally made me step up and go, oh, wow we've got a contender here for album of the year without a shadow of a doubt and getting to number three is that's pretty close to getting album of the year contender for me um, yeah it, 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 the riffs in this are absolutely rock solid from start to finish production is tremendous everything about this, this album it, it is superb I, I can't, I'm I'm struggling to find any fault with it, well I struggled at the time but I'm still struggling to find any fault with this album, I can't, literally can't find anything wrong with it.
0: Yeah I think the, the reason this isn't on my top 10 is because I wasn't um, initially like, really hooked so I haven't given it the time that it deserves but um, I'm sure that when I do that it will be a, a very strong contender in there. Yeah yeah yeah. My number three um, featured at number 10 in your list, of Red Hammer's Vipress. This, the, the. I, I can't really put into words how much I enjoyed this album. It's, it's just wonderful. Um, it got me back into thrash. I'm not. It's definitely not an all-out thrash album, but it, it got no. me back into that style of music. I'd had a long time off it. It got me back into that. I, it was the first album this year that I was completely and utterly blown away by, and I completely echo the sentiments that you said earlier on. Um, This, could, for a while, um, for most of the year was at number one, and then for whatever reason, um, a couple of albums got um, above it just through the amount of listenership. But it was one of those where I knew that it it was in the top 10 and it has been um, all year. So yeah, just what a wonderful album. And again, one that's quite under-listened to. So if you haven't heard this album before, Get on Red Hammer, they are an amazing amazing Yeah,
1: definitely go and check them out. It, it, it is really, really good. Really good, solid, heavy, non-stop album, really. But yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it's so good. Agreed. All right, my friend, number two. You see, I I I, I spent at least an hour agonizing over these two albums, but I ended up going with Enslaved, Utgard as my hey. number two. <laughs> Okay, because uh, uh, enslaved are just ridiculous. (laughs) I mean that in such a nice way. Yeah, they are ridiculous. Their song composition, their riffs, their their lovely, lovely mixture of that, uh, blackened vocals. you know, his, his black metal vocals, and then I can't, I can't remember the name of the new new keyboardist vocalist, but his clean vocals, everything about this album is so, so good. Yeah. It, 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 it's a wonderful, wonderful album. Um, again, on repeated listens, you can hear other little bits. There's even bits of Grutal doing clean vocals as well, which is fantastic.
0: Oh, I found that so moving. I just, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this was a grower as well this was one where you could on the initial listen you're like what the fuck and then yeah yeah do it again like what the fuck Uh, and then suddenly like it's washing over you and understand like the little proggy bits that are in there and oh my god yeah i mean i
1: must yeah i agree with you my first listen i was like oh what have they done and then i listened to it I, i had to listen to it a second time to go there was some bits i really enjoyed but i'm not sure what happened and then the second listen there was like more bits clicked and i thought this is this is good <laughs> and i thought but is it really because i that first listen had me a bit stunned then the third you know third and fourth listen that was it, it, it i was done I, I was sold it was like I, I get this completely. This this is astonishing, but I think that's what Enslaved have done as uh, over the last several years now, as they've progressed further and further into this proggy style that they're doing, without losing their their kind of black metal roots. They're not losing that, but they're getting closer and closer to this proggy stuff, and they're interweaving it much much smoother. And and yeah, I, I just got I, I was astonished at how good this this album ended up being it was it was fantastic they've picked all the good bits that they've done in the in the past and just managed to meld them into just one long good bit (laughs) It's just that doesn't stop yeah now and and there's hints of all their influences from Pink Floyd all the way through to like Emperor and and stuff like that that they they were sort of like um vying with back in in the early 90s when they began and you know they haven't lost any of that that edge either. Yeah, it, it, it's just an absolutely astonishing album.
0: Have they had quite a solid lineup throughout? Pretty much. There's been a core of three. You can you can tell there's like a spine to the band that have yeah just evolved over time and I just thought yeah. it was
1: wonderful. I mean their long time drummer left just before this album I believe and so they've got a new drummer in for this album but I think even that drummer they've they've known for a long time yeah, yeah. so it's not like um they've they've gone out into the world and and said oh, we want a new drummer and we're taking auditions, I think they already had in mind, I think is because the um, their drummer wanted to concentrate more on family life and not the touring that, that Enslaved do, because in- Enslaved are ridiculous for touring. I mean, yeah. they're still kind of weirdly touring through lockdown. They're trying their best. You know, but they're just live streaming everything for free. Everything for free. In fact, tonight, there's a live stream for Enslaved. Oh, um, I, might,
0: I might check that out.
1: So I think it's seven o'clock on our YouTube channel, by the way. Oh, oh wicked. So yeah. Oh, and Ionar Selvik is doing one Wardruna one tomorrow as well.
0: Have you heard <laughs> um the album he did with the guitarist?
1: Yes, yeah, um, yeah. With uh Skudsky and what are the the other one that they've done? They've done Two or three now, haven't
0: they? Other than two, okay, interesting. Yeah, there's, a, there's at least two. About.
1: Wonderful. And anyway, completely. Off yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so this my, this
1: I, album is amazing. So oh, yeah, yeah.
0: it's wonderful. Uh, now my number two is your number one, so I don't want to steal the thunder. Um, so without further ado, shrub six six six, what is your number one album of the year?
1: Uh, well, this album is it's Gate, Gabriel, and Limbo. The Portuguese black metal band. Yeah, considering this is only their second album, the, this album was astonishing. It, it blew me away from from the first song I heard that they released, literally, and then the whole album itself just utterly destroyed me. It was, I, I seriously, there is not a fault in this album. I'm
0: quite, anyway. I'm quite moved just thinking about this album. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's, I, I can't put it into words. Carry on. No.
1: I, I'm struggling. I mean, his, his vocals carry so much emotion. Oh yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I, I mean, honestly, he he allows the anguish to come through that he's portraying in the lyrics. I was reading some of the lyrics last night because I, I had to, and they were finally available for me actually to read online, which they weren't at the time when the album came out. And I think I'm going to have to go and buy my physical version because it doesn't look like my kids bought me it for Christmas. <laughs> buy it for myself now um (laughs) but um yeah it this album i I don't i i again like you i i don't know what to say about it 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 is so good this is why it's my number one because there there was literally I, i was i'm struggling for words all the time whenever it comes on i have to stop pretty much and just listen to it because again as i've said previously on on all a lot for a lot all these albums on repeated listens I hear more and more and more come out of it and, and it's still not stopped and this has probably been the most played album that I've had in this top 10 list yeah without a doubt this you know it took me weeks to take it out of my podcast playlist which is gets changed every week for the podcast for the new albums to listen to yet this one I had to keep having in there you know because I, I was just enjoying it so so much and um yeah, I, I don't know what else to say about that, really.
0: Yeah, so with um, with this album, I've got this huge training playlist that's on random, and I know that an album's brilliant when a song comes on that's just in the background and I go over to it, oh, this is wonderful. I'll just check what it is. And there were so many times when this album came on that I waddled over to my phone between squats. I was like, oh, yeah, th- this album again, and then I'd listen to the full thing and just, yeah, I, I, I can't really put into words. Um, how good it is! I, I absolutely can, and just, I want everyone to go and listen to this album because um, it's essential listening. It's a classic album already, um, and I, yeah. well, I, I don't, I don't know if this band can top this album. I'd, I'd
1: be so surprised if they do, and because be so... it's only their second album as well. Nice insane.
0: It's absolutely,
1: it's... absolutely insane that this is their second album.
0: Yeah, completely. and it's this good. Completely, um, completely. All right, so time for my number one. Your number one. Let's do it. So this is Paradise Lost <laughs> and Obsidian. What can I say about this album? I have no idea how many times I've listened to this album. I've got the CD in my car. Um, I've got it on at least seven different playlists. My son was came very, 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 very close to being born um, to this song. Funnily enough, it turned out to be Rotten Christ. Quite happy about that. <laughs> uh, like my, my daughter has heard a few songs on this and... Like, she loves it. I think there's so much emotion in uh, in Nick's voice that I absolutely loved. The musicianship is amazing. Having listened to um, a couple of albums before this, it just seems like the... Um, is the, is the apotheosis, is that the right word? Um, the pinnacle... Um, of what they wanted to sound like. And I could listen to this album all day, every day, for, forever. I'd, I'd, I'd love it so
1: much. Yeah, I, again, I really enjoyed it. It was quite comfortably in my top 15. I, again, I struggled to get it into my top 10, just purely because the, these other albums just had that little bit more of an edge over them. But it it was a struggle, I will say, it was a struggle not to include it in my top 10, yeah. um, because it is, like you say, I. I've seen Paris Lost I don't know how many times now but I, th- I first saw them on the Icon tour <laughs> so that, that shows you how long ago I've been following them. I think that was something like 1992-93 or something like that so I, I've been following them for a long long time and I, I didn't enjoy their mid sort of like softer period where it was a bit more Poppy and and didn't and Nick Holmes's vocals were far too clean and didn't have yeah, anything about this them.
0: This is why this is but, why I love this one because it combined all that the best bits um, of its yeah. softer era. It combined all the best bits of their initial period and like the previous album and the uh, the previous two albums were great but they weren't quite the the finished product. And I, I saw Obsidian as the finished product. You can hear yeah, no, the I, passion I, that they have.
1: I completely agree with you. That I mean, I think Nick Holmes's vocal performance on this album is the best I've heard him do for a long, long time. And since since Draconian times, this is the best vocal performance I've heard him do, um, recorded-wise, since then. For me, um, I've enjoyed the previous couple of albums leading up to this one, and I agree. This one is, is kind of the pinnacle of where they they are now. And the songwriting, song structure, everything on this album was so so good.
0: Yeah, the uh, the videos are great too. Um, they've been on repeat on YouTube, uh, and I, we are going to be hopefully lucky enough to see this album uh, performed in full um, in Leeds when the time is right and this virus has fucked off. <laughs> um, and I absolutely cannot wait for that. And
1: please fuck off soon i want live yeah. music back
0: yeah and I, this this is going to be an album that i'm going to be listening to for the rest of my life i i love it so much and the, the fact that the local boys as well makes it even better for me so yeah they're absolutely yeah. amazing stuff so Shrubs, have you got anything you want to um close this year out by saying um, or do you think we've pretty much covered it today?
1: I think we've pretty much covered it today. There's only one thing I'd like, like to add is that we didn't do EPs in this and there would have been one EP that would have probably made my my top 10 and that's the Zelenada EP because that...
0: Well, again, how about this? How about this? To, uh, to give the EPs
1: um, their um, dues, let's do... Uh, a top 10 eps as well. Oh, have I got I don't know if I've got a top 10 eps. I know they've yeah. got one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, right, tell you what we'll do a top 5. We'll do a top 5 EP. Right. Um so I'll, we I'll might get one more I... episode this year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I, okay. just wanna, I just want to I just want to take time to thank all the listeners for sticking with us and I know that we've got a, a few people that listen every single week that send us recommendations. Um, I'd like to thank Joe Nally for coming on this um, show as well. His episode is still um, the most listened to episode that we've had uh, and I can't wait to see Earn's new album when it comes out soon uh, and we'll be definitely having him on again. Um, It's been an absolute privilege to uh, listen to music and um, become friends and, and do this show with you my friend I think I, di- I didn't know when you came into the gym and you rot in Christ top that one you'd want to start training with me um, and two that would become so close friends and uh, I now consider you one of my closest friends in the world so as a yeah.
1: personal note my friend thank you so much and and thank you because it's reciprocated without a shadow of a doubt yeah. yeah how close friendship we've we, we've built up I, over the last sort of like 18 months of knowing each other definitely and and doing this podcast has made it even better so exactly
0: so thanks to all the listeners and thank you to you my friend and we will see and hear you all again next week